0: Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy Monday, August 29th, the final week of August. uh, week before Labor Day, as we kind of put a bow on the summer. That's nuts. Uh, hope everyone had a good weekend. Uh, I know I kind of did. I'm I'm surrounded by... Wedding next weekend. Um, my Jess's Bachelorette, which I guess isn't really a weekend for me. But, I I don't know, I guess I have to watch the dog more and stuff, so it's like on my calendar. Um, and then I think I have double weddings after that. Uh, which essentially leads us into the post-season. And if you remember, a couple weeks ago I had a couple bachelor parties, my golf trip. So... It's been a busy time for me. Beavs, did you just have a wedding? You dream that?
1: This weekend was a moving Moving trip. weekend. I wasn't moving. Aaron was moving. Right. Uh, mostly settled in now. Seems like we're in a good spot there. A couple weddings. One in, at the very end of the month and first, or end of next month. First week of, I have back-to-back weeks of weddings, end of September, early October. One of them's my cousin. It's a whole thing. I haven't, okay. I haven't actually talked to you about it. It's a Thursday afternoon. It's really stupid.
0: Mm. I have a Friday afternoon wedding. So, sure. hey, everyone everyone does it their own way. I guess the point is summer's wrapping up. You can kind of... I don't want to be obnoxious New York guy, but I will be. And, yes, a lot of people commenting on the fresh haircut now. Got rid of the goatee, the no-tee, as people have called it, because uh, the Yankees stopped winning. So, the event... The goatee very much confused my Jessica because it was to make the Yankees stop losing, and they did. But once they started winning, they were 5-0, and so I couldn't get rid of it. And now they've lost two games. Uh, we won't talk about that. The city. You hear people be obnoxious about New York City and, to, you know, the city has life. It's a living, breathing thing. And, you know, just kind of obnoxious New York stuff or something you'd hear in a movie that you'd be like, eh, that's... It's another place. Both are true. New York City is another place. Um, you know, wherever you live, whether it's a local town, another city, whatever, you have your things so you could feel in the town. If your town has a, a big annual parade, I know where I grew up, this is going to sound like I... <laughs> Actually, I think every town sneaky has one of these, but it sounds like the most podunk thing. A strawberry festival? Your town do that? No.
1: No, I mean, um, I'm sure we have some, we mm, had something like that that uh, I can't currently think of, but
0: New York City this weekend very much had a summer is ending vibe. Uh, I know most of the people I know went to concerts. Uh, a lot of our office, uh, Joe's, Zach, myself. There's there's a group of people that went to concerts. Uh, Labor Day is also a big concert weekend around the city. I think there's, like, Izu if you're getting nuts and stuff like that. Well, there's just everything else going on. Uh, Yeah, shout out to all the Strawberry Festivals going on. There's definitely an end-of-summer vibe. And one of the things that ties into that, and I couldn't believe this, preseason football is over because they got rid of the fourth game because they added another game to the schedule. So there will be... The next time that NFL football is on your TV, it will be the real stuff. And like I've been teasing, I, I think Wednesday will give you a little football preview because I saw it's all rolling out now, and it actually makes sense. Like, I, I think I have a fantasy football draft tonight. Um, just got the text about that. So that'll be good. i love a good draft. My number one thing I'd probably draft would be drafts. Um, but, yeah, I'm seeing all the articles come out, like, you know, how ESPN, front page ESPN right now, our forecast for the NFL's best 100 players of 2022, and where does Russell Wilson land on the list? Great question. Mm. I'm not going to read that right now, I'll be honest with you. I used to read every ESPN article, my goodness. Um, so, we are about two weeks away, a little less, I suppose, from NFL football. Baseball has left the dog days. I told you guys last week that baseball teams had left the dog days. I think they got through the real hot parts. I think teams had their bad stretches and were like, okay, like the energy teams were creating energy to get themselves out of the dog days. So maybe they weren't out of the dog days, but they were doing their damnedest to be out of the dog days, which tells me they were out of the dog days. There's a little riddle for you to start Mm. your day. We will come up on the football. We will be greeting it probably the next two Wednesday episodes. That would make sense. Um, maybe if we can add some some fantasy implications to next episode or players, individual-based, um, before we get to season stuff because that next Wednesday will lead in the season. So with all that being said, uh, a little bit of a fun sports weekend... And before we get into some of the game action, because I need to destroy the White Sox, I actually filtered my original tweet uh, because I'm friends with Lucas Giolito, and he's one of the bigger, scarier men I've met. Uh, So I'd rather use full sentences (laughs) than an abbreviated tweet to say how bad the White Sox are. Because my goodness, Uh, the White Sox and the Blue Jays got swept. Both of those, um, and... Like I said with the dog days, I think the Jays can circle that easily. The White Sox, you can't. That's just been your whole season. That's just been your whole season. What was that? Um, I want to start off on a high note, and I wanted to compliment the New York Metropolitans. They had their old-timers day this weekend, and I know a lot of Yankee fans listen to this. We obviously are always connected to the Yankees. Um, and I... I I have no idea. I guess leave some comments. I'm going to assume not at all. If you're not connected to the Yankees, you don't care about Old Timers Day, right? Cuz it's a Yankees thing. Uh in Yankee culture, it's a it's a massive thing. Old Timers Day, you tune in. You tune in. Usually there's a new young guy every year. In recent years, I remember I remember Matsui's first Old Timers Day. I remember Nick Swisher's first Old Timers Day. Like you have the The passing of the guard. Like, you were, you have the young guy that joins the mix and will probably be a part of future old-timers days. Um, I guess on the sad side of that, there's sometimes people that leave old-timers day. We won't harp on that. Um, I was going to say, there's some old-timers. More so you have the guys that kind of live for it. I I hate to be rude, but like a Gator Gidry. I mean, Ron Gidry, you know, was one of the best pitchers to play this game. Um, You know, he played in a different era where Ron Guidry didn't make, you know, $500 million. But Rod Gittery, Ron Guidry shows up to Yankee Stadium on Old Timers Day and he is more well-respected than Aaron Judge. He's more well-respected than the Steinburners. Like, he is, he is one of the kings of the castle. Um, Louisiana Lightning, Cy Young... Five gold gloves, four-time All Star, um, not a Hall of Famer, so yeah. maybe I'll maybe I'll pull that back a little bit. One of the best pitchers, to have, well, I guess in the grand scope, one of the best pitchers. He's got a Cy Young, <laughs> he's got yeah. a Cy Young in the back. So um, i say
1: I I know grow, growing up watching, uh, talking to to old people, mm. people my dad's age, they were, they were like, yeah, he just didn't play long. I was like, I don't know. Looking, yeah. I think he'd, if voting rehappened. I think he played enough.
0: Yeah, I mean there's there's a there's like that a, was
1: like the argument against him, I think, sort of like maddingly. Like, yeah, just didn't like injury slowed him down at the end.
0: Retired in eighty eight, if you know. Yeah. If there was a veterans committee that came out and said Ron Gittery was in the Hall of Fame, I don't think too I don't many think people would mad bat an eye. Um but anyways, so we're we're spoiled by Yankees old timers day. Yes. The New York Mets did their old timers day and it was Fantastic, um, and I—I I was kind of wondering. I was interested to see the response and and how it would go down. And it was awesome, dude. Like we're obviously Shea Station, Jerry Blevins. I'm I'm closer to Mets culture than I've ever been. Uh, the Mets are a really good team this year. That helps. That always helps. So they bring out the guys, and man, there's something. Even if you're a baseball fan, and we we do this funny thing in baseball. I, I I've talked about it on here. I don't know if they still do it. They used to do it on the Dan Levitard show where you just name old baseball players' names. And there's something good about that. There's like a weird nostalgic feel to it and everyone's so unique that when you say Todd Zeal or you say Timo Perez or you say Benny Agbayani, these names evoke an emotion from you that's like a beautiful part of baseball. Like getting over the top romantic, didn't think I'd go here today in my new high and tight haircut and my my golfer look, which I think is going to be a Monday thing. I think I'm just taking the mental thought process out on Mondays and I'm just going yuppie golf look. That each baseball player, and my sister would kind of just start cackling if she listens to this, which I think she does listen to some Waking Jakes. Each baseball player is an artist. They Everyone does the same thing differently. Like... You know, you could mimic. You can mimic different players' batting stances. Uh, you know, the Derek Jeter jump throw, the all these guys' mannerisms, the way that they play the game. You know, anyone in our office right now could give you Anthony Rizzo's batting stance because he like stands all over the plate. Uh, he kind of yeah, he's just kind of like leaning and vibing and relaxing. The hands stride and most importantly and yeah someone in the chat said you know bobby valentine showing up with the mustache yeah i mean you know baseball players baseball players once they get older they don't get less weird like, there's a lot of quirky baseball guys uh and they don't get less <laughs> weird as they, they don't get, get older. less weird they just don't have a cool job they anything. just don't it's not in front of us as much um That the Mets, I I think they had players from basically the start of their franchise, 1962, uh, through recent years. Daniel Murphy was there, 37 years old. Um, And again, like, hey, Daniel Murphy, go check out his stats. Some of his later years were actually incredible, unreal. Like, if Daniel Murphy's walking through a a supermarket across America, I don't think he gets a ton of love. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm completely off on that. Uh, but Daniel Murphy, who retired in 2020, um, by the way, 2016, he led the NL in OPS. And slugging. Second in the MVP, Daniel Murphy. um that A, it's nice to give these guys the day and have some fun. B, it's a massive win for the team and the franchise. These need to happen in every baseball stadium across the U.S. and Canada, (gasps) I guess, across Major League Baseball. Um, The only teams that would be wacky, but this would even make it more fun, is doing like the Rays and the Rockies, because they're the most recent teams. So, you'd have... S- and, and they've been around long enough that, like, you can get guys. I can promise you you get guys. Um, especially, like, how about this? If I bring up an old, a 98 Rays roster, A, you know, there were some cool dudes on the Rays. Like, I mean, you want to show off a Fred McGriff? Like, like Wade Boggs? I mean, is, is that not the perfect opportunity? You're telling me you, if Randy Wynn showed up at Rays Old timers day, you wouldn't check that out. I would. Miguel Cairo, 24 years old on those rays. Ooh. John Flaherty. Like, you can make it happen. And what I loved, uh, and I wanna I wanna give some some proper credit, uh Deisha, who covers the Mets, Deisha Tosar, I think I'm saying that right. I think met her once at winter meetings. Great follow, uh Mets, Mets and Yankees for Fox Sports now. That's right. Ooh. I think she just got a new job title. Uh, she was interviewing Buck, and you guys know I love Buck. And basically, they were talking about how fantastic of a day it was and, you know, almost like why hadn't this happened sooner and why, why don't more teams do this? And Buck who was awesome about it. Said, every team can do this and should do this but it costs money. You know, you got to fly the guys in and you probably put them up in a hotel room and stuff like that. Walter said, believe me, this isn't free. Um, <laughs> show Walter said he thanked Steve Cohen today and the Mets owner didn't want to hear it. Um, so, Hey, there's probably some fan service there. Deisha's tweet there, 4,000 likes. Um, Every team should do this because there's something beautiful about baseball and seeing these guys and connecting different generations of baseball fans and telling them how good our Edgardo Alfonso is and and telling them the generation before that. And heck, retiring Willie Mays' number. Uh, You know, obviously a, a guy you don't necessarily associate with the Mets, first of all, but he played there and he's... You want to talk about inner circle, inner circle, guys. I think Willie Mays still has an argument for one of, one of, if not the best player to play this game. That, yeah, the fact that he got to wear your uniform, honor that. And they are. So, the long and short of it is, if whatever team you are a fan of petition for an old-timers day, it would be a blast it would be incredible. They are incredible. And I hope I hope next year we hear about two more old-timers days, and the year after that we hear about four more, and to the fact that every team has to be doing this uh, because it's, it's a beautiful thing connecting the different generations of the sports. And if you're an owner, and we just talked about the Los Angeles Angels and how they're listing their team and how Artie Moreno bought it for – what was it, $183 million? And this sale's probably going to land around $2 billion north of? Guess who were some of the main employees in getting that to happen? So if you have to pay a couple thousand bucks in flights and hotels and meals, it's worthwhile. By the way, I think I said this on here. I, I got tickets to Yankees old-timers day. Uh, could it end up going? And then, and then, Susan, I was like, I I got them from a guy who has season tickets, and I bought them, and I I bought them for the season ticket price, and okay, deal, good transaction. And uh, the guy who I got them from, um, nice dude, my guy Rifkin, I didn't know if I was going to name drop him or not, I did. Um, he was, he, he had a line in there that just felt like a little, little off, or no. So, I decided I couldn't go to the game, and I was like, well, you know what, I might, I think I'm gonna sell these, uh, you know, me and my dad can't make it, I, I think I might give these, or I might sell them, because I didn't want to put the burden back on him if he couldn't go, then now he had to sell tickets again. Like, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll cut out the middleman, dude, like, I'll I'll sell these, not a problem. And he, he kind of sent, uh, he's like, all right, yeah, no problem, man. And he's like, you, you know, you might even make a buck on it, which I was like, that's interesting. Like, clearly not my intention. So I was like, let me, let me look up the ticket prices. The, the tickets that I got for that day, for old-timers day at Yankee Stadium and what it's turned into, were about four times the price that they normally go for. So, going back to ownership and team value and doing an old-timers day, paying for a couple flights, guess what? You can make that up pretty damn easy. So, I hope, I hope that your team starts doing old-timers day soon um, and know that it is more... Than just, I don't know, a silly, ridiculous thing with old men. I, I think your brain kind of jumps there because you're like old men in baseball pants. That doesn't doesn't necessarily do it for me. Uh it does for for a an hour, an hour or two, once a year. It does. It should. I hope your team does it. Um Steven Riding starting to tweet out silly stuff. Heard a mustache ads two miles per hour. To, might have to test it out. Um I'm glad he's back in our lexicon. Let's go through the baseball that happened this weekend because there's some teams that deserve some love. And more so, like I referenced, there's some teams that deserve a little bit of hate, and that's not normally my game, but it's that time of year. It's August 29th. What are you doing, White Sox? And like I told you guys, the football season is about to begin. Get ready for NFL Week 1 with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is giving new customers their can't-miss offer, betting $5 on any game, and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. On opening night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you'll get paid instantly, even if your team loses. If you're looking to get into this, people, especially around football season, I'll tell you this: I'm I'm not the biggest sports gambler. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I you know I I love the pureness and beauty of sports. Putting a little uh putting a little action on the game is a good time. It's, it's an, an
1: enhancer. Not, it, it's a good be careful time. making it like the, the main course of what you're it's doing. It's a good hey. But,
0: some people do course. do that, and they have um, a great time. But if Wisconsin. you're looking to get into it, and maybe you have one or two every Sunday, and, and I, I guess what? You'll tune in a little sharper. I promise you that. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code <laughs> JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOMBOY only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details uh, and see the disclaimer and all that jazz. So, through all of that, let's talk a little baseball. The last weekend of August, baseball will be played? Yeah, right? Because when's 30 yeah, I think days? September past. 1 so is September, Thursday. September 1st is Thursday. Wow. Uh, so, the last weekend of August. So, if you didn't believe the dog days were gone, you kind of have to uh, after this. The headline for me is easy. It's a headline that... I've been dodgy on. Trev has been dodgy on. Uh, Jim's wanted to roll with, and, and now he, he's looking good on it. The Chicago White Sox. They're 63 and 65. They're under 500. They have a losing record at home. They're two and eight in their last 10. They're two and eight in their last 10, and they just got swept at home, by my Diamondbacks. And if you'll remember, when did we last see the White Sox before this series? It was the Liam Hendricks-Adam Engel game, where Adam Engel was a glove squeeze away from them taking two out of three from the Baltimore Orioles, who they are, unfortunately, jostling with in position, or they were jostling with in position, to win a series on the road, Instead, drop Homer, extra innings, loss, you lose the series, and then you go home to get swept by my D backs. I mean, just completely unreal. Um, you know, there's still the there's the part of me that wants to say, White Sox, you got a month left, get hot, blah, blah, blah. I'm over it. Um, I'd rather be wrong at this point. Um I'd rather just be straight up wrong. The White Sox are dead. Uh, It's been a dead season. The talent on that roster is unreal. And... I guess the other part that's frustrating... I was reading some really interesting stuff about their offense. And I don't know what to do with it. Um... They're fourth in batting average, and you'd say, okay, yeah, White Sox are supposed to be a good hitting team. They're 28th in homers. I, I think they're – I was looking at a stat this weekend that I believe was average slugging, like, per hit. Something like that. It, it wasn't a perfect stat. Like,
1: it's not quite what slugging is, but, like, on the hits.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um – and yet they were like the worst in baseball. And the collection of teams that were that were the worst in baseball. So they're hitting, you know, we, we get distracted by batting average a lot, right? You know, there's, there's still a lot of people that lean into that stat. And I am often a batting average defender because batting, we got too far away from batting average. Batting average still means something. It still means something. If you come up, base is loaded. And you have a 292 hitter with a 700 OPS, or you have a 212 hitter with a 715 OPS, I would much rather that 292 hitter, because they are someone who can hit the ball and put it in play. That 212 hitter is someone who can probably drive the ball, and when they do, you know, the ball goes. But in a bases loaded situation where the pitcher has to throw strikes and is trying to execute. I think the batting average wins out there. I don't want the OPS there. I would love a hit. So, their hitting stats: they're fourth in batting average, they're seventeenth in OPS, twenty eighth in homers, and twenty sixth in stolen bases. Sometimes we over break down this game. I'll tell you what: if you go back and you look at a lot of baseball teams, and they're twenty eighth in steals and. Tw- they're 26th in steals and 28th in homers. Those teams have been bad. We talk about analytics a lot. Analytics are just stats. The orig- some of the original stats of baseball are home runs and stolen bases. Because guess what? If you're doing a lot of those, you're probably doing well offensively. Picture if you're playing another team and they're hitting a lot of homers. That's probably first nowadays, let's be honest. Or they're stealing a lot of bases that team is putting themselves in a position to score runs. A Little basic baseball for the people.
1: Usually I was going to say figuring out the exact phrasing, but you can use you need to be good at at least one of those things that can make up for being bad at the other. You can you can be bad at one of those and still be a good team.
0: Sure. And you, you both can, is tough. You can build your team around those and they they usually do and it's tough to be really good at both. Uh but it's really bad to be really bad at both. So let's go to the pitching. They're sixteenth in starting pitching ERA. What? Cease Giolito Cueto? Kopech just went down but a, a guy that had a, a you know, a nice year, Uber talented. Lance Lynn, um he was out for a chunk of this season to start. Um and he's on the bereavement list now, so he'll Should be back, but still. Um, Liam Hendricks, Kendall Graveman in the back of this bullpen, Jake Diekman at the trade deadline, Joe Kelly. um, You know, was losing Aaron Bummer for a chunk of this year a problem? Was losing Garrett Crochet for a lot of this year a problem? Yes. But this White Sox team wasn't supposed to hang their hat on Garrett Crochet. Like, he was a fun party trick for them. I think that's how I labeled it. He was going to be like, like oh, probably. this
1: guy's a bonus piece. This
0: lefty throws 102. He could." They were debating making him a swing man. Um, if not, he was a multi-inning weapon out of the bullpen. And, hey, uh, you know, it's hard to relive the injury bug of every team this season. Uh, you know, right now, they have Yasmani Grandal, Jan Mankata, and Tim Anderson on the IL, who, you know, Tim Anderson's normally their leadoff, and you're talking about two switch-hitting guys in a lineup that, that have played a lot of good baseball. I don't know. I don't know. I know Eloy missed a chunk of this year. A lot of teams have had injuries. The White Sox are one of the biggest disappointments of this season, and when you go through all of the players, and I wanted to start with the players, because the players do play the game, and, you know, we we had all these discussions on Talking Baseball, the value of a, a, a manager and your players. You know, Buck Showalter would not look great this year if, if the Mets were stinking. And Alonzo, if Pete Alonzo had a 600 OPS and Lindor was hurt and Scherzer and DeGrom didn't come back. Like, you know, the Mets would not be the Mets. He has put a lot of things in place that have made him what, how he's going to win the Manager of the Year, and he's always been one of the most respected managers around baseball. And it's funny, because during the Yes broadcast last night, they actually rolled a Tony Larusa Russa-Buck Showalter brawl from back in the day. You're the Chicago White Sox. You've had a manager that was hired from the start. The whole thing was just destroyed and ripped to shreds. And when when things go so far that way, you know, there's a little bit of me that likes to be devil's advocate. That it's like, well, you know, Tony La Russa is in the Hall of Fame. Maybe, you know, he's seen a lot. Maybe he can help these guys and be the manager they're looking for. I think it's pretty clear. Um, Joe Girardi got fired this year. Um, You know, well-respected guy. His his time in Philly kind of ran out. And guess what? I, I hate to say it, but the Phillies have played better since then. Again, the players played better, but... How much was it tied to? Nobody ever knows. But was it a spark? Did it change things in the locker room? I don't know. Who is a... Uh, Joe Madden was fired this year. Things went the opposite direction. So you can't just circle it and say, blank canvas, this works. That'll fix it. But if you're 63 and 65 in August, August 29th, Fangraphs has the Chicago White Sox with a 13.3% chance to make the playoffs. This is a team that on paper was kind of supposed to be the dominant team in the American League. Like if you gave me before the season who was going to have the most wins in the AL, I would have said the Chicago White Sox. Their division kind of stinks. Their talent is stacked. The AL East is brutal. We didn't know who would win the AL East. Houston, were the favorites out west? The Mariners were better. The Angels were supposed to be. At,
1: the it was the A's fell off, and but the, the first, rest of the division improved.
0: Right, the Rangers got better, and they have the the Angels were supposed to be somewhat better. Um, so cool How they were, and that fell apart. That I don't know. Uh, you know when. Jerry Reinsdorf, who owns the White Sox, hired LaRusso and when he did. He admitted it was because he he wanted to hire him and he was, you know, there was stuff in their past. I think he regretted not hiring LaRussa or he regretted firing LaRusa. So he's like, I like, and picture being a gave it too short a leash the first time. Picture being a billionaire guy. Like, and you have a regret that you can try to fix. Like that's hmm. yes, you're going to do that. You're going to do that, so they did that. Um, yeah, I think did he get a DUI his first spring training in camp, or was it his second, or was it right before?
1: It was like right, right, right around the hiring. Everything came out around that spring. I think.
0: I don't know. Um, it seems like the Tony Larusa hire was not a good hire. You can put some of it on him. You can put some of it on injuries. You can put some of it on player performance. Just a general blah. Um, but man, this Chicago White Sox team, I'm trying to think of disappointing teams in previous years. Keeping it in the AL Central, I remember when the Twins, um, the Bomber Squad Twins were trying to continue to go and they were kind of the big dog in the Central. They fell off in a huge way. I guess the problem with those Twins teams is they were never seen as a serious contender. They were viewed as a good team. They're like, oh, these Twins are good. They can mash. But they weren't viewed as a World Series championship contender. A, their franchise hadn't won a playoff series and still hasn't, hasn't won a game. They haven't won a playoff game since so far.
1: With, and it's like a decent number of playoff appearances.
0: So, like, you know, they... They hit the bricks pretty badly. I I talked about some of the Red Sox disappointment um, in some of their recent years, surrounded by success around it. This White Sox team, man, I just... I, I mean, literally, those gray White Sox uniforms, that's what this season feels like. It's just been bleak from the start. And honestly, at this point, to get to this point where I'm so over it, They're two games under 500 at the end of August. Uh, I hope they go and they prove me wrong. And kudos to the White Sox. And wow, they saved it for September. They hit the on switch. I'll take it. But man, this is uh, this is brutal and so disappointing. And I like so many of their players. Andrew Vaughn kind of broke out this year. Uh, Louis Robert. He he's been hurt a little bit this year, but he's so talented. You know, we did a. I did a whole thing about you know the next Tatis and who's going to fill his shoes, and Julio gets the massive extension, <laughs> kind of right after that happens. Whoops, you're welcome, Julio. Uh, Luis Robert was supposed to be that guy, kind of. He was yeah, We're a couple years removed. He's 25 now, which again is still young, and he's an absolute stud, La Pantera. I hope he crushes it, but his name. When has his name been at the forefront of baseball people's minds? He's had injury stuff. A lot I of injuries, and hopefully that goes experience. away, but still. Yes. And it's just, that the Luis Robert stuff is more so look how fast baseball can move on. Um, yeah, Jose Abreu, good season. Either. Rock solid. Love Jose Abreu, nothing there. Eloy Jimenez missed so much of this year. Another guy I absolutely love. I bet on him. I was going through my preseason baseball bets that I kind of forgot. I threw a little cheddar on him to hit the most homers this year in the AL. Um, Got hurt right after. Right after that. So not a great bet. Um, Dylan Cease. Incredible season. Breakout year. Cy Young votes. Good. Giolito. I think a little below where he'd like to be, but uh, not a bad season. Johnny Cueto. Is an incredible year for them, and like one of the more beloved guys in the sport, Liam Hendricks. Remember when he was everyone's like darling, the Aussie closer?
1: Good year, good,
0: (laughs) great year, great year, and and that's I get, and I've said this before, and I will say it again. The twenty, the twenty twenty one Yankees. They had one big winning streak where they caught the sauce for a little bit. I think they won 13 in a row or something I like that.
1: 13 in a row.
0: Outside of that, they were a 500 team because if you do Keep 13 minus 91 or whatever, that'd be under 500. I, think so. I could look this up quickly. The New York Yankees. Your New York Yankees. In 2021, 92 and 70. So if you took, if you took away the 13 wins, you'd still be... Uh, quick, seventy nine and seventy, so better, yes. better than the White Sox. Um, the problems the Yankees had with this team is that that team they didn't run hard. They didn't have guys who could run hard. Think about the stolen bases. I I said before. I guess the one thing is different that when the Yankees did hit, they were homers. Um, <laughs> outside of that, they just weren't hitting a lot. Um, and yeah, the the team just seemed so. They didn't have that baseball energy. Everything I just talked about from Old Timers Day and the beauty and fun of baseball and the Little League World Series that just happened the past couple weeks. that Those two things. Think about the Little League World Series juxtaposed to Old Timers Day and that those are two of the most fun events in sports. Hmm. That you need to have the fun packaged in the middle somehow and it just feels like the White Sox don't have that at this point of the year, I, I don't think they're going to get get rid of La Russa. Uh, I don't think you can. I'm, I mean, you can. I don't think they will. Excuse me. But these White Sox have been a massive disappointment. Um, they have the horses that you need in a rotation. They have a bullpen that can scare you and win games. And they, they've they got so many names in that lineup, and I I know there's a lot of injuries and you know, Elvis Andrews is now playing short. Elvis Andrews and Josh Harrison is their shortstop, third base listed. I mean, that feels like feels <sighs> like six years ago. What what is that? So, I mean, six might be generous. Eight, yeah. So, I uh, I don't know. The White Sox have been a massive disappointment.
1: Looking at uh at their stat sheet. I know you were just fumbling around on here, but like their top five homer guys. It's a weird list. Nobody has more than fifteen homers.
0: I mean, think about that.
1: Like fifteen. I know we we're spoiled this year by seeing Aaron Judge every day. He, he's a extreme outlier the other way. But outside of the Yankees have Handful of guys. The Stanton has twenty four
0: and eighty-three games. Um yes. Glaber has eighteen and he's in like Yankee fans dog dog houses. Dog houses or just dog house? Yankees fans dog Dogs. house singular. Rizzo has twenty-eight. Don't think about that. Anthony Rizzo, who recently hasn't been setting the world on fire. Matt Carpenter has fifteen home runs. Yes. Played in forty seven games. Like the talented guys that the White Sox have offensively, you know normally a guy can reel off a ten homer month it's bad, it's so bad, and uh i'm kind of over I'm kind of over them for now uh if they reappear in this season, good, let me know i. Maybe they get their 13-game winner, and that can still somewhat save it. I just, there's no reason to believe that'll happen. There is no reason to believe that'll happen.
1: So, they have, yeah, they're the guys were supposed to be some of their bigger dogs. Not healthy right now. But at the same time, Yankees, their 13-game winner, was with right. was when the guys
0: went out, and they had, squid. To, they had to squid it. Velasquez. Uh, so kudos to my D backs, more so sweeping the White Sox. Um and the AL Central, which is gonna be one of the few races as we wind wind down the season. Sorry, I almost threw up into the microphone. Uh the Twins sweep the Giants, um, more or less ending their season. I mean, talk about a disappointing Giants campaign team that came off One of the best regular seasons ever. They are now 61-65. and They are DED dead. I guess that one doesn't hurt as much because that's kind of what people expected them to be last year. But they caught the magic of baseball. Which is a real thing, and you can't quantify it. Sorry, nerds. Um, Guardians and the Twins. White Sox are five games back of the Guardians. White Sox are three games back of the Twins. Which, when you say those numbers in baseball... The White Sox can still make something happen. They just refuse to. Twins swept the Giants. Good for them. They had they had been in a little bit of a dog days of summer, if not just an awful three months of baseball, pretty mm. much. I think we looked that up, and they they'd been under five hundred for a long time. Um, it's very bleh. Yeah. Ho- hopefully for Trev and his Twins. They can get some juice, keep that AL Central a fun race. Uh, The other games I think you need to know about, I mean, Mets, Cardinals, Braves all win their series. Doesn't that add up? Doesn't that add up almost too much? Uh, Mets, 3 of 4 from the Rocks, formerly my Rocks. Phillies take 2 out of 3 from the Pirates. Brewers take 2 out of 3 from the Cubs. Reds and Nationals. I feel like no, I was going to say something mean about the Reds and I'm I already took it back so it didn't happen. I already took it back. But the Nash did the National League pitch a perfect game of the results we wanted? I think kind of. Oh, Braves Cardinals. That was the big series. And I I guess well, it's in St. Louis, so I don't know. That that's the only toss up the Cardinals took 2 out of 3 from the Braves. Good on the Cardinals. Um, after losing the first game in a blowout, they come back and they win the next two. Um, Arenado four hits and a homer, uh, returning from the paternity list. We love that. We love all, any dad strength you can run into. Um, Wainwright was mic'd up for his pregame. If I don't know if anyone saw the clips of that on the internet, it was kind of cool. He's like, "Yeah, throw five fastballs out," and then he did it, and then to throw five fastballs in did that um <laughs> i don't know i don't know that it's interesting that you you get old and you're comfortable with yourself and you can do that uh, cuz if he went out and got rocked people would be like what are you doing dude messing with your pregame routine 6.2 to earn runs um good for him good for the cardinals as they are They continue to announce themselves in the hierarchy of the National League. They have a six-game lead on the Brewers. How different is that than the Yankees' seven-and-a-half on the Rays? Numbers would tell you a a game-and-a-half. Analytics, again, from me. Um, That, yeah, I mean, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers, and the Braves are the elite teams of the National League. Uh, Phillies continue to fend off the Brewers, Phillies and Padres, excuse me. Uh, Padres, they win a series, but Hayter still sinks, which is so funny that if, you know, everyone killed Milwaukee, we killed Milwaukee on the Hater stuff, their team started tanking. If they can play a little bit of a better brand of baseball... You know, we talk about player front office relationship and how much that hater stuff probably had to hurt. If the front office can tell those guys, hey, we were kind of right. Haters running out of juice. And we retooled this so we can be good this year and next year. You can still salvage that. Um, They are one of the playoff races still going the wild card. Uh, The Milwaukee Brewers are a game and a half out believe I have okay. that right. Looks right to me. Game and a half out of San Diego. Uh, Philly forming a little bit of cushion. You can't have the bad screw-up. The rest of the NL is done. The San Francisco Giants, I mean, the D-backs are two games back of the Giants.
1: <laughs>
0: who are The Giants are seven and a half out of the wild card. A four-game losing streak basically ends their season. Uh, and the AL wild card... We'll see in the other disappointing team that we really need to talk about. And they don't deserve the same punishment as the White Sox because it, it just feels like Toronto's been in the same state all year. I guess not a state, a province. Got them. The Baltimore Orioles are a game and a half back of Toronto. America's team this year, the Baltimore Orioles. Well, that feels rude when I'm talking about the Blue Jays. That's not how I meant it. Uh, baseball's team this year, the Baltimore Orioles. How about that? Minnesota Twins are three games back of the wild card. White Sox are six. Red Sox are seven. I guess if the Twins get hot, they can also battle for wild card and the AL Central with the Guardians. Um, Toronto is a really good team. The talent on that team is really good. Same with Seattle, who's a game up on them. Tampa is a game and a half up on Seattle. The teams feel right. Tampa, Different Seattle.: order
1: than we maybe would have guessed.
0: Tampa, Seattle, Toronto feels right talent-wise compared to Baltimore, Minnesota. Obviously not factoring in the White Sox because I just gave you the whole speech on that. Toronto Blue Jays got swept at home to the Angels. Ye- Uh, Some people are calling it the Curse of Sam. Sam went to the game. Uh, And by the way, massive floorball game tonight. Championship game. Team baggage versus the Worm Burners. It's a good
1: one.
0: It's a good one.
1: I don't want to spoil surprises, but something else I think comes out very very soon in
0: regards to floorball.
1: It's almost noon, right? Oh,
0: I think so. I think so. Might be pushed a little. Bit. <laughs> if you're in our, if you're in our tangled web, um, yeah, I think there's a nice video coming out and in, involving floorball, and yeah, the championship game is tonight. I will be in the chat. Um, I am in the net. It's it's a great game. It is a fantastic game. It's a fantastic game. Poppy Gordo, special, you know I am. Back to the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, you can't say what you said about the White Sox. You can't. It's not the same. The White Sox have been below 500 all year. But like we kind of talked about with the Twins, and maybe that's the problem. I think both of those teams got off to good starts, and since then, they've been like 500 baseball teams, which is just so bleh and unexciting and not who these Blue Jays are supposed to be. Like, if I told you Manoa was going to have a monster season for them, he was supposed to be like a question mark-ish coming in. If I told you Alejandro Kirk was going to be the best hitting catcher this season, I mean, maybe they believed in that, maybe they didn't. If I told you Matt Chapman was going to have a 120 OPS plus, remember, he kind of... Came over. He wasn't hitting a lot. He's gone. He's gone nuts. Trevor Plouffe takes credit for it. I'll let him. I mean, the Blue Jays had a hot (laughs) Blue Jays record by month: fourteen and eight. That's good. Good. Shorter April than usual. Good. Fourteen and twelve. Two games above five hundred. Sure. 15 and 13, two games above 500, <laughs> sure. July, 14 and 12, two games above 500, sure. So, when we're talking about all these things all encompassed with the White Sox being below 500 and, you know, this giant season not panning out, the Red Sox season not panning out, can't be mad at the Blue Jays for being 10 games over 500. They are 11 and 13 in August, so they're feeling the dog days a little bit. But, yeah, it's, it's not who this team was supposed to be. They were supposed to be a different, offensive, dynamic baseball team, and you weren't supposed to get swept at home by the angels of all no. teams. I mean, you ran into an Otani day, and guess what we all have? Uh, you lost 12-0. Reed Detmers uh, to the bullpen. shutout. I mean, you shouldn't get shut out in that. Whit Merrifield pitches the last inning. You lose 2-0 on Otani Day. He shuts you down. Jimmy Herget for the two-inning save. Friend. Friend of the company. And then, yeah, you lose the final game. You lose the final game, 8-3. to three. And if you're the Blue Jays, it's, it's kind of when is the train going to leave the station, and I, I guess that's where it differs differs from the White Sox, their train can still leave the station. If they can have those bookend months, we had a good April, we had a good September, let's go into the playoffs strong, we have Gossman, we have Manoa, can Barrios uh, be right? Um, I, sneaky, I, mean, I sneaky like their bullpen a lot more than I did coming into the season. I think they can piece something together there. But they...
1: And how many times have we talked about 2017 Yankees? It was like, oh, it was really only two good months, 500 ish. The other times, and that's kind of the formula the Jays got cooking. No, no disaster months, certainly. No, like they're they're in a good spot, and and organizationally, as long as they are in the dance, it's not like an issue. They thought they'd be better, but how many times do we see a team wins the off season? They're a little disappointing. These guys will still be together. Right, it's so like like big big picture. You, Blue Jays fans should still feel overall optimistic about everything, and they are a good team. And nobody wants to face them in the playoffs. Barrios in the mix, they're solidly like a playoff team still.
0: Barrios, Gossman, but it's weird. They're playing the Cubs and then Pittsburgh. So hey, we, get l- right. Let's talk about you in a week and say you won. He won six games. Um but yeah, uh the, the Blue Jays haven't been inspiring since April.
1: September's a good time to get hot. So
0: yeah, I mean those those were kind of the the two biggest highlights I did think were disappointing news. Um, although the Mariners took three out of four from the Guardians and the Baltimore Orioles. How about this? For the Baltimore Orioles, I'm going to take the kitty gloves off. Because that's what we've been doing all year. Is that the Orioles win a game and re- or win a series and we're like, yeah.
1: Good for you guys.
0: All right, Orioles. These Orioles, man. Pesky. Fun. Cool team. I'll take the gloves off. Because they did win. Two out of three versus the Astros. Held the Astros to one run in the first two games. 2 0 3 1 3 1 in these three games. That's, that feels playoff basebally, right? McCullers or Keedy Verlander. Verlander comes out with a calf thing. Can't be significant enough because I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Uh set to undergo MRI. So I guess I guess we'll see. He's he's an old man, but. I mean, think about this. If this was another, if this was a, take away the team name. And if this was a team, a game and a half out of the wild card, that won two out of three against the Astros, we'd be like, let's go. Like you just took on, you took on the king of the, your league and you beat him, Two out of three. And if they got swept, what would we have said? Yep. Ori- Orioles got swept by the Astros Verlander pitched that final game Probably gonna win the Cy. Like You know, all, all the stuff is easy to say Orioles, I will take the kid gloves off I will treat you like the big boys Because you deserve it You've been better than the White Sox all year For all those names I've said All those names, all those reasons The kitty gloves are off You guys beat Houston Awesome, good I hope I hope the rest of the way I don't need to to swing without the kitty gloves. Let's give a little schedule check to the O's. And then I think we could start start tidying up just a little bit as we do have talking baseball coming up after this. At Cleveland. So another playoff team. At Cleveland. Quantrill, McKenzie, and Bieber. So they're getting the real stuff there. Then they come home for Oakland. And Toronto, so Baltimore Orioles, survive Cleveland. Don't get swept. One out of three would be okay. As long as you come back and you take care of Oakland when you get home, which you should. And you will. You will. You've proven you will. You've deserved that. You get Toronto for three at home, Start in Labor Day? That's an important series in Baltimore in September. That crowd will be juiced. Labor Day, Monday? I wouldn't want to be the Blue Jays in that game. So come on, Orioles. Give me another week. Survive Cleveland. Handle your business with Oakland. Make that Toronto series, Labor Day, Monday, count. And let's go O's, baby. Let's reward A team with young players having fun and doing the damn thing. Uh, A team I was brutal on to start the year, and I didn't think they'd win 60 games. But guess what? It's part of the reason baseball is awesome. Because the Chicago White Sox on paper, like I said, were easily your team that was supposed to have the most wins in the AL. They're looking like they're going to miss the playoffs and have a worse record than the Baltimore Orioles who looked like they would easily have the worst record in the American League. And now they could be a playoff team. So Taryn Varvra. Can't wait to hear Trev say that in a little bit. Goos, Bird Gang. Get it going. Uh for all the rest of the baseball, we are going to be doing talking baseball in a minute, like I mentioned. Mariners three out of four. Good for you against the guard dogs. Really like them. Our Yanks split four in Oakland after winning the first two. Eh. Red Sox take two out of three from the Rays. Eh. Tigers and Rangers played. Ugh. Let me stop. I'll just stop saying gross things at games. kind of feeling rude about it. Some good standouts again, all that's on talking baseball in a little bit. On here. Wake and Jake in the morning. We do the comment of the day. Actually, before I get there, I, I want to check some boxes because I, I think it's stuff I am I am going to mention. But there was some weird... It's a unique sports weekend. The Little League World Series wrapped up. Um, Hawaii was dominant, dominant on different level. Almost not fun. Hate to be rude and hate to actually throw that out there, but everyone was thinking it. I think they mercyed every game they played, every game except one. Um, I mean, they've been a... Ador- Dominant little league program, so good for them. I'm um, happy for them. Uh, Watch some of the Saturday Curacao versus Chinese Taipei. That was an awesome little league game. One nothing. Good plays getting made. Good pitching. Good fielding. I mean, even good at bats. Like it. It. You know, for a one zero little league game, you wonder if you're going to open the box score, and it's like, whoa, fourteen strikeouts to sixteen strikeouts. No, like they, those teams were really good little league teams. That was a lot of fun. In the Lily World Series, they still have the juice bottled up, just like Old timer's Day, just very different juices. Old juice and young juice stop saying juice, man, um, and then Rory, not gonna be my bro of the night um but he won he won the golf tournament this weekend and he got eighteen million dollars so again i I don't know where you stand on golf if you're a golf fan or not again. Golf's kind of one of those sports you can't you can't really force a person to be a sports fan, but Rory came back, uh, was down five or six shots to Scotty Scheffler, and I think Scheffler also partially blew it. But, um, man, that's a... Uh, how much money is in golf? Live tour? Rory just got 18 mil for a weekend? I don't fully even... I get it, and I almost don't get it, because eighteen million—like, that's what a good free agent starting pitcher will get paid for a year. I guess be good at individual sports.
1: Offer.
0: Be yeah, <laughs> be good at individual sports is, I guess, what I would say there. Um, let's do the comment of the day. Bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. Leave a comment. Something sports, something about the show. Uh, last time, we talked about uh, that Tatis void a little bit, and I hammered home that it should be Julio. I think he's next. Let's all lean into Julio. Let's enjoy this guy. And the Mariners, by the way, had a hell of a weekend. We we might end up finishing up there. Um. Let's see what we've got in the comments. And again, leave a com- it all helps the algorithm of YouTube uh, to hit the like button, leave a comment, share with a friend, listened. Um, Bryce Newton said, I became a Yankees fan from Central Illinois because I played MLB 2K06 and I picked the Yankees and hit homers with Jeter and Sheffield. I mean, do you know how... <laughs> Thank you, Bryce. Do you know how nuts that is in an awesome way? That now Bryce Newton supports the Yankees because of a video game where the Yankees were good and he played that. And then Bryce probably tuned into Talking Yanks 15 years later because he played that video game and enjoyed it, enjoyed the Yankees, and now tunes into Wake and Jake. Now, you want to do some butterfly effect there? How easy would it have been for Bryce Newton to be a... Cardinals fan or Cubs fan or one of those teams in that region. Instead, that video game Someone changed that. Someone
1: else gets that. put on that cover.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cad Chamberlain. You mentioned MLB the show. Is a huge influence on younger baseball fans in terms of learning about players. I used to play Madden religiously, especially the franchise, and I could tell you and probably still tell you about 90% of every team's roster and a good chunk of the free agents. Yeah, I used to know pretty much football and NBA. I could tell you where most players played college, from either watching them or playing the video games. Is that a great skill? I don't know. I don't know. Here we are. Uh, and, hey, shout-out to Zendino the Great, probably in the Hall of Fame of Jam, John Boy Media fans. True. Jake's shirt looks like a painting in a pediatric dentist's office. Not sure if that's a good thing. Um, That was your New Orleans shirt. Yeah, that was my NOLA shirt, um, which I did end up wearing a little bit this weekend because I did go to a Hoodie Allen concert briefly. Oh. Um, Interesting scene. Interesting scene. There's definitely tears to it. I think he's rebranding to get a younger audience again. And basically, every row of the crowd, I think, got older. Hmm. And we were second to last row. We were second to last row, but my Jessica had a blast. Had and I guess probably still has a big Hoodie Allen crush. How does that work? Hmm. How do I get involved there? Um, but good for him. He ripped it up. He seemed like he was having a good time. He was finishing up his tour, and I think he lives in New York, so I, so. I don't know. Did I send a DM before the show saying, hey, what's up? Not sure if you're a baseball guy you want to link up. I did. I did, and he was like, ah, appreciate you coming out to the show, man. Never yeah. want to meet you. That's kind of it, yeah. Uh, he followed. Hey. Whatever. He's got about a million followers on Twitter. How nuts is that? More than Jeff Passon. Who? Look up Hoodie Allen and Jeff Passon. Doppelgangers. Similar. I told Jeff Passon. Uh, <laughs> he jokingly got mad at me. I think Hoodie Allen's a decent looking cat. Uh, he did say, and these are Jeff Passon's words. He said, What do you think? All Jewish people look alike?
1: I was about so, to say a lot. I thought he was going to. A gonna lot of the people kind, kind of look like me.
0: I thought he was going to go there. And he did. And that's fine. Um, uh, So, yeah, that was an interesting one. And so was last episode. So thank you guys for continuing to bake the algorithm, leaving comments and reviews. A couple people flying flag asking about a jam off his pentathlon. I mean, I I think that'll happen at some point.
1: Feels natural. Um,
0: And then, yeah, I mean, the only other Noesco in there is talking about how he knows almost all the Dodgers and A's prospects from playing MLB the show. Um, But, again, think about that. Knowing prospects?
1: The team doesn't even really, or the, the game doesn't even really go all out on those. Knowing prospects? Maybe more in recent
0: years. Yeah. Um, so, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Uh, I will do a quick bro of the night. <laughs> I had someone who I don't think was this guy, but I also love this guy, and if I can ever give him a bro of the night, um, I will. I will. And I guess I'm just a Mariners guy now. I'll, I'll go Ichiro. A um, we, we, t- little teaser might be something in the Weekly Dumb. Uh, Ichiro, they retired his number officially. They had, like, Ichiro weekend in Seattle. Um, you know, it wasn't a shocker to the people, and I don't think any players were, were running to try to wear 51. A great number, by the way. Good number. Um. So they retire his number. They do, you know, your normal ceremonies on the field. He gives a speech. Uh, What they did that was awesome and, you know, connecting the love of baseball from Little League World Series to Old Timers Day. Let's put a little one in the middle. Ichiro Girl threw out the first pitch. um, And I was, I can't tell you the emotions I was feeling because I really hadn't felt them. That I was watching the video the Mariners made, and it was like Ichiro girl's throwing out the first pitch, and it was this blonde girl, and I'm just like, okay, Ichiro girl? like Who is this? Ichiro girl, if you remember, it's about 12 years ago, 10 years ago.
1: Looks like 2010.
0: 2010. That's 12. became a problem on the dumb. Um, Ichiro ran over to catch a foul pop-up. And it was right into the stands. And there's a girl in the front row, and he, like, touches her arm, like, bumps into her arm. And they zoom in to see kind of the fan reaction. And normally the fan's are like, oh, my God, that was Etra." The girl starts freaking out. It's an incredible clip. It's something that if you're a baseball fan, you've definitely seen. And you could just read her lips perfectly. Pre-John Boy era, you know, oh, my God. Ichiro, he touched me. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's so happy. She whips out her phone. She can't wait to tell everyone. And so they brought her back for Ichiro weekend. She throws out the first pitch. Uh, She didn't know. She probably had an idea it could have happened. But Ichiro came out to catch the first pitch. She was all excited about that. And it was just awesome. Uh, It was just awesome. It was one of the more unique and cool um, first pitches that I was, I couldn't believe how excited I was for her, for baseball, and for the whole situation, that they would do that. Because a lot of teams kind of wouldn't. I mean, just to have a person from, like, a viral video <clears throat> come out. I don't know. It's, it's a weird concept to bump up the chain of command to get a first pitch on each row weekend. It was perfect. It, all, it basically went re-viral. And we're talking about each row more, which if you ever have a chance to go dig up those numbers and talk about a ball player, um, you know, could that guy be in an all-time starting nine? Um, <laughs> I'd be interested. God, that guy could hit. He uh, he came over to the states at twenty-seven, uh, and for the next ten years, he averaged three thirty-one. He averaged thirty-eight steals a year. He averaged one hundred fifty-nine games a year, uh, and he led base. Face- the American League in hits one two three four five six seven out of ten years. Arguably the hardest thing to do in sports. He came over to a new league. Think of some of the excuses we normally give guys. If you don't really know about Ichiro, I know he came back. He played two games in 2019. That when they went over to Japan just to throw on the uni again. 15 games the year before that, basically a player coach. Um, if you don't fully know about Ichiro, find out because he was that dude. He was that dude. So it's a bro and a lady, bro, I guess. Ichiro girl and Ichi. Wow. Yeah. Love it.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to give my bro of the night to Herman Marquez. Okay. Tough year i'm looking at the game logs and it's not super butter knifeable and i don't really get what fully happened it's half a bra on the rockies i guess Mm. reason he's getting a bro seven shut one hit at the mets Mm. kind of in in a style of game jimmy would like only five k's um so happy for him there and i was like i haven't really heard his name like at all this year i think i think i gave him a bro the night for basically the same reasons earlier this year it's like oh Oh, weird. Because he was like good and good in Colorado, and that was weird. And he at one point had like some of the highest trade value among guys who like might be getting traded. Uh, and, and of course, the Rockies never never did it. Haven't really been competitive yeah. since not trading him. It's just, but I like him. Yeah, but I, good game this weekend, man.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's twenty seven years old.
1: He's still young. Which
0: is surprising. I mean, he, he came Feels up
1: like he's been around a little bit, but I guess guess not.
0: Fifth and rookie of the year at age 22. Silver Slugger. All-star game. And, yeah, he's got an interesting kind of team-friendly contract. He's got 15-3 next year and then a team option for 2024. So he could still hit free agency at, like, age 30, which you, you hope he times it right. If that last year's good. And, man. I, body of work. I don't know what to tell you. If Herman Marquez, if he ended up on the Rock or on the Dodgers tomorrow, I mean, I, I think you're talking about Cy Young votes. So just talk about weird career paths and baseball teams and, you know, talk, Rocky's old timers day would be a funky one with some <coughs> great names and players, by the way. Rocky's old timers day. I would try to go. I'd try to get involved.
1: They'd have like a if you if you had every guy go stand at their position. They got
0: guys everywhere. You know who had the most games at catcher for the original Rockies team, nineteen ninety three. Don't is it Girardi? Joe Girardi, yes, with eighty six games. I mean, if I thought they going to be him or Osmus. I always get scared because you never know. If guys have passed or whatever, but uh, you know if you bring up their baseball. R- Lineup around the horn, it's Girardi, Andres Galarraga, Eric mm. Young, Sr., Vinny Castilla, Charlie Hayes, Gerald Clark, and Alex Cole. Not as much in my book. That infield. Dante Bichette. Yes. Even Daryl Boston. I think he's like a baseball guy. He's, he's been a been, coach been a around coach the leagues a for time. a while. I mean, roll that out there and let's have some fun. Eric Wedge caught nine games on that team. Former young... Indians manager.
1: an event.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, you know. Do old timers day. Kurt Lascanic. Yeah. That's a real one. Uh, hey, thank you guys. Again, I think we're probably going, I think we're doing football Wednesday, because it's it's kind of happening. Um it's time. It's time. Enjoy your week. We will see you Wednesday. Watch the floor ball tonight. It's incredible. It is incredible.
1: Literally championship game. Literally a championship game. And watch the old ones too. You can catch yeah, up. Yeah, catch up. They're not yeah. that long. If you
0: want some of the storylines, uh, good way to get through Monday.
1: It's a good binge.
0: Weekly Dumb Coming tomorrow. tomorrow. We recorded it. Uh, Shea Station, if you want to hear about the Mets and how they continue to be awesome. Pinstripe Strong, Joe's McFly He's at Bad Bunny with A-Rod I don't know what to tell you there Talking Yanks uh, In our fields, a little bit tough Talking Giants They're getting excited for the football John Boy Jake TV I think we got some Geo guesser, God Guys And the Baggage Thank you guys Enjoy your week Let's have a great one Why not? Why not us? I don't see why not no losses Jake on the schedule.
1: Sucks. I didn't see one. I
0: just Thanks. lost.